Hey friend, this is Angie with a little Bible talk related to episode 58 with Amberly Niece. We're going to look at Romans 12, 18. Amberly mentioned that verse in our conversation about her new Bible study, Common Ground, which talks about sibling relationships in scripture and encourages us to figure out, discover, act out ways that we can live in peace with other people despite our differences. And so I posed to the study on community a few weeks ago this question about what is it in other people that annoys you, right? What kinds of things do other people do that make it hard to live in a peaceable relationship with them. I got a variety of responses. Uh, Some people said when people tell me what to do other than asking that that's really hard for me. We talked about lying or being pushy, placing someone else's habits or opinions or beliefs on you. And I could definitely say with all of those things, yes, when you're in a situation like that, it is hard to maintain peaceful encounters. Maybe you can identify with some of that. Maybe you have a long-term relationship in your life that isn't easy. I know that's very true for me. We have a story in our family that even though it happened a long time ago, it's still kind of sensitive. And like every once in a while, we test it out to see if it's funny, but it's really not funny because it's still kind of sensitive. But when my husband and I were dating, his family made it obvious that I was not their choice for him. But we dated for about three years and then made the decision to get married. We have a we had a very short engagement largely because we didn't want to deal with some of the things that we couldn't predict, but we knew were not going to be pleasant in all this. But even though our engagement was quite short, my husband's family had enough time to put together what I can only call an intervention, where he was invited to do something, but when he showed up there, what was actually happening was quite different, and his whole family had gathered to work to convince him to not marry me, indicating that it was the biggest mistake he would ever make in his life. Now, I probably don't need to tell you how hurtful that was when I learned that they had done that. And quite honestly, it placed an even darker cloud over our wedding festivities, which quite honestly were not very festive. I did not have a very good time getting married, although I have been abundantly glad these past 23 years that we are married because he is a wonderful man and is a wonderful husband and father, and I am beyond blessed to be sharing my life with him and to call him my partner. However, those relationships, especially in the early years, were quite difficult. And if you have close family relationships that are difficult, you may know what it's like to try to navigate that, that difficulty and that pain when they're not going anywhere, 
right? When Christmas comes around and there's an expectation of spending time together or when birthdays happen again and there needs to be some kind of action on your part to recognize that. Um, And those early years were extraordinarily tough for me, especially as a new wife and then a few years later, a new mother under what I felt like was the scrutiny of people who were determined to communicate that I was not measuring up for their idea of what a spouse for their son should be. The Lord taught me a lot in that season, taught me a lot about marriage and loyalty and struggle and suffering and learning how to live at peace with people who you struggle to love. Romans 12, 18 says this, If it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. And I want to focus in on this word depends, as far as it depends on you. That word is translated several different ways. If you look in different Bibles, um, as far as it lies with you, to the best of your ability, do your best as your responsibility, as much as it is your responsibility, as far as you've got it within you, if it's within your power, as much as you can, that is of you. And this word in the Greek, if we go to the original word, the word in the Greek is actually a preposition. It's a primary preposition denoting origin. So think about it like this. It is from the point where action or motion proceeds from. It's the beginning, right? It's out of a place, out of a time, out of a cause. I had a friend recently who visited Minnesota, and when they were in Minnesota, she shared with me that they went to the beginnings of the Mississippi River. I'd never thought about that before. I've never been to a place like that that I can recall where you actually, something like the mighty Mississippi River that travels through our country, it starts somewhere, right? It starts, it originates, it begins from somewhere. And then from that beginning, which is fairly humble actually, but from that beginning comes this mighty this enormous effect, right? That beginning of that river is this depends. As much as it depends on you, live at peace with all people. This word is used in Matthew 1 in the lineage of Christ, where it says this person was born of this person. This person was born of this person. It eventually says Mary was found to be with child of the Holy Spirit. That's where it comes from. Her being with child depends on the Holy Spirit. As far as it is of you, live at peace with all men. This is what I came to understand in my relationship with my husband's family, because it wasn't as it depends on me to fix it. It wasn't as it depends on me to change or transform, adjust any behavior other than mine. 
But for the part of the relationship or the part of the interaction, maybe even, because I would probably argue that there really isn't a relationship, but for the part of it, that the interaction that originates with me, that should be peaceful. That should be an imitation of the love and grace that Christ has for people. Now, that doesn't mean that I have to fix it. That doesn't mean that I have to bend over backwards, take any kind of abuse. This does not mean every relationship needs to be reconciled. That Bible commentary Murray says, if it be possible, indicates that it may not always be possible. There are people that it may not be wise or healthy for you to be in relationship with, and yet, to the degree that originates with us as Jesus followers, we must extend peaceful interaction. This is hard stuff, but God is a peacemaker. God is a guide. God is a defender. I don't have to defend myself in these situations, right? Because he will defend me. He will take care of me. He is my strong tower. He's my shield, my protector. I can count on that. And when I feel wounded or when I feel offended, I can run to him and be filled up with his grace and his love. And then I am equipped to originate peaceful interaction. Then the enemy is going to lie to us and say, don't back down from that. You're going to look weak if you run to God in this. You need to stand up for yourself. And this is what standing up for yourself looks like. It looks like charging back. And I believe that you can still lead with peace and say things. You can still lead with peace and draw a line in the sand. I absolutely believe that. But what's the motivation? Is our motivation to love the commandments, right? Love God, love self love others, right? If we are originating, if we are depending, if we are of that attitude of love, then we are living peacefully. It's hard. It's not always going to work out, but I sleep at night when I can answer this question, have I done what I can? Have I, to the best of my abilities, represented Jesus well in this relationship or in these interactions? The culture that we live in is volatile. It is hostile sometimes, and I don't need to tell you that. It's not just in the world culture, but it's in our faith communities. It's in our friendships sometimes, and I just want to be a voice of encouragement. You can do this. You can be in hard situations or have hard interactions and be a representative, a positive, truthful representative of the peace of Jesus Christ, which when we call on it and connect to him, fills our life with such an abundance that it is able to spill over onto other people, even when those other people for us are not easy to love. I hope this finds you well today, and I appreciate you so much. I thank you for listening, and I pray that wherever your day finds you, 
you are walking in the confident knowledge that you are a beloved, cherished child of God. Peace.